Shall we read a poem from A Light in the Attic? I also want to introduce you to another poet that's very whimsical that I like. Because sometimes I do that free association thing where I'm like, this Shel Silverstein poem reminds me of... And so I'm going to introduce you to Ivor Cutler. Is the channel called Worried Tunes? I don't know. I wouldn't pay attention to the to the channel. It's not, certainly not an official channel for Ivor Cutler. Hey, look, there at the back, a wooden tree. Isn't it a pretty one? Hey, look, there at the back, a wooden tree. Isn't it a pretty one? I called my father to come and look. He cleaned his throat, he started to sing. Hey, look, there at the back, a wooden tree. Isn't it a pretty one? He hollered, wife, that's my mother. She took a look, began to bellow. Hey, look, there at the back, a wooden tree. Isn't it a pretty one? She called my sister, was in the bath, got a hell of a fright. She lost the sponge and started to moan. Hey, look, a wooden tree. Isn't it a pretty one? And it's there at the back, and it's there at the back, and it's there at the back. She called my brother, who was round at the back, though flat at the front, to come and look. But he wouldn't come, cause he hated the words, but he knew the tune, so he started to hum. Along came an artist with paint on his brush. He painted the tree, and now it looks horrible, but we keep on singing, because we're optimists. Hey, look, there at the back, a wooden tree, isn't it a pretty one? Hey, look. Along came an artist with paint on his brush. He painted the tree, and now it looks horrible. But we keep on singing because we're optimists. <laughs> yes, I love Ivor Cutler. He's a Scottish poet and songwriter who was born in 1923. So he's about seven years older than Shel Silverstein. And also he died, I think, like seven years later than Shel Silverstein. But to me, he has a lot of the same uh, irreverence and ridiculousness that Shel Silverstein did, although in this case he's, despite the rather innocent nature of his songs, he's definitely meant for adults. There's a whole lot unspoken there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, the kind of absurdity that Ivor Cutler deals with is a little more subtle than Shel Silverstein. I don't think kids would enjoy it quite as much. It feels like Tom waits without the kick drum and the gravel voice. Yeah, let me... This is the first one of Ivor Cutler's I ever heard. It's Ivor right. saying in his Scottish accent, If your breasts are too big, you will fall over, unless you wear a rucksack. <laughs> and that's Mr. Cutler. 
All right. Well, I'm going to slam segue into my last one. All right. I am doing The Little Boy and the Old Man. Said the little boy, sometimes I drop my spoon. Said the little old man, I do that too. The little boy whispered, I wet my pants. I do that too, laughed the little old man. Said the little boy, I often cry. The old man nodded, so do I. But worst of all, said the boy, it seems grown-ups don't pay attention to me. And he felt the warmth of a wrinkled old hand. I know what you mean, said the little old man. I mean, as well as being existential terror, the Simpsons did it first. because No, they didn't. I guess maybe the Simpsons copied Shel Silverstein. Because you had that old Simpsons line where Bart goes, I'm just a kid. Nobody listens to me. And Grandpa goes, I'm just a, I'm an old person. Nobody listens to me. And Homer goes, I'm a white male, age 18 to 49. Everyone listens to me. <laughs> no matter how dumb my ideas are. And then he reaches into the cabinet and pulls out a can of nuts and gum together at last. Ugh. Homer Simpson will always feel older than me, even when I am yeah. above 49. Yeah, we are all... I, I, I get the feeling that... Let's see, how old is Homer Simpson? Oh, you want to know something terrifying? Is he younger than we are? Uh, he is 39. Oof. 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 So he's younger than you. He's younger than me. Yeah. And... Well, I look better than he does, so... <laughs> That's true. That the kind of adulthood that the Simpsons are just doesn't seem to exist in out of the people that I know. Adulthood from thirty years ago doesn't seem to exist anymore. Like if you watch something like Cheers, they all look like garbage and they were all younger than we are. It's true. I mean I look in the mirror and I look at uh, the wrinkles under my eyes and I'm like, oh, I'm so old, but if you look at I mean Oh, did they really look older, or was it just that we associate the styles that they're wearing with old people? Okay, so the the one the one my brain goes to is Norm. Norm was thirty three years old in the first season of Cheers. I never saw it. Okay, I thought Norm was like sixty. <laughs> he looked like dog shit. He's supposed to be like a young professional. Oof. 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 The whole old people feeling neglected thing, I'm wondering how it's going to work when we become old because you have that Japanese biker guy who was 50, but he used a face swap app to pose as like this, you know, 20-something girl. Did you hear about this guy? No. Oh, you didn't hear about this? Oh, let's, see. let's find him. Um... I mean, I've heard of, like, older women using face things to look like young women and, and becoming influencers as young women, but I haven't heard of a guy doing it. This is from the BBC World News, and the title is Face Editing. Japanese biker tricks internet into thinking he is a young woman. And this is from 2021. The man, whose real name is Soya had used photo editing apps to make himself look like a young woman. Quoting here, photos of a smiling young woman with her motorbike proved popular with social media users in Japan and began to notch up hundreds of likes. But some eagle-eyed followers noticed things didn't add up. Her arms seemed very hairy in one photo, and a mirror reflection showed a different face. A TV show revealed the star was actually a 50-year-old man named Soya. He admitted use, uh, to using photo editing apps to create his alter ego. 
Soya told the TV program that he wanted to increase his presence on social media and believed people would prefer to see a younger, beautiful woman rather than an old uncle. No one will read what a normal middle-aged man taking care of his motorcycle and taking pictures outside posts on his account, he said. Soya said he'd been surprised by the results of editing apps such as FaceApp. First, I just tried, then it happened to look fairly pretty. I get as many as a thousand likes now, though it was usually b- below ten before. I got carried away gradually as I tried to make it cuter. <laughs> but Soya's big reveal on the show had a mostly positive reaction from his 19,000 followers. I watched the TV show and became your fan, one wrote. Another said, you have superb magic skills. I should also add that now he has 41,000 followers. So there you go. Where was he posting mostly? Oh. Twitter. Uh, his Twitter. last post was 14 hours ago. Oh, actually, it was an hour ago. Oh, nope. You're right. And he is still posting as his alter ego. And no one oh. seems to care. Oh, good for him. So, yeah. And then when it comes to finding community, there's no quicker place than video games. Like even now, the fastest growing age market for video games is senior citizens. Interesting. And, you know, you can also get (laughs) called the N-word by 11-year-olds, but that's fun too. (laughs) (laughs) Lauren is now staring into the middle distance and blinking. (laughs) Or play Animal Crossing and tend to your fucking, I don't know, squash. I haven't played in a long time, but yes, you can tend to squash. There are pumpkins. Well, I just play Elden Ring, and the worst thing that happens to me is I just get teabagged if I lose to an invader. (laughs) <laughs> what how does that work <laughs> well you can crouch you know and so they just they, they just bob their testicles on your dead head <laughs> what how does Teabagging that work is an old thing you never got teabagged i fuck no because i would have punched them in the balls no 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 it's a virtual thing you can't oh. i mean if you, if you do it in real life you're gonna get punched in the balls but if yes. you do it in in a video game you know you can't no i don't wear i don't do any of these those like online things yeah, no. D- doing I don't think you could. It would be, be very hard to teabag on Animal Crossing. <laughs> is, is there no jump or crouch animation? Uh, but you aren't going to have anybody lying down. Is the thing? Oh if yeah. If they're lying down, they're lying down like on a bed or a surface, and so that like your crotch isn't above the person lying down. Uh, and there's not. It's not like there's any death animations or anything. No, no. <laughs> Shameful. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I haven't played in like a year though, so hey, maybe that was in an update. The teabagging what? capability. The teabagging. <laughs> it's an entire DLC now with teabagging. <laughs> and of course, and but Animal Crossing so wholesome, like that would be on the label now with teabagging, and it turns out you can make sun tea now or something. Oh, I, they do have like a a pigeon that's a barista. I bet he could do that. Pigeon that's a barista. That is... A, why... Where did that connection come from? It's not like a sloth or something that would live where coffee beans grow? I really don't know. I I played Animal Crossing New Horizons, but I don't really know a lot about, like, the history of Animal Crossing and why um, there's a, a coffee pigeon. Someone could tell us. Well, do you have a last poem? I'm doing God's Wheel. <laughs> Okay. God says to me, with kind of a smile, Hey, how would you like to be God a while and steer the world? Okay, says I, I'll give it a try. Where do I set? How much do I get? What time is lunch? When can I quit? 
Give me back that wheel, says God. I don't think you're ready yet. And uh, the image is a small human staring... Well, small human that is actually not that small because he's about the size of one of the continents he's standing on, looking up at a wheel that is sticking out of the earth. If you could be God, would you? See, I knew that question would probably be the, the following question, and I don't even like I, I couldn't even answer it because I have such a hard time with the thought of what a god would do. In this case what a god does is steer the world as if they are commuting to their workday job in a car. Well we don't know what the wheel does. It says steer the world. Yeah, but that could be just a very childlike way of saying, oh look here's the, this is how you know predestination works. Well, God's wheel could be a play on words for God's will. Uh, ways to know I should never be a leader because I absolutely want to be God because I think I have all the answers all of the time. Yeah, the question just doesn't compute for me because I'm like, how would I be able to comprehend all the intricate things that are going on in the world at any moment? I don't think of a God as steering left or steering steering right as this god was i think of it as you know what is the food source that this ant colony is going to go to kind of thing just down to minutia minutia well even even back in the days when i did believe in god the only one that ever made sense to me was the disinterested god and so it, right. ignoring the pleas of my followers would be pretty easy Right, I mean, it was the uh, the watchmaker god is the only way I can perceive of God. There's that VR game that lets you, well, effectively be God. You're just a terribly destructive god. <laughs> you can you can grant boons or destroy everything, and and you know everyone eventually ends up destroying everything because it's more right. fun. Well, I mean, that's why we played like SimCity or yeah, The Sims, and we like to meddle in other people's lives. God, I loved. I remember Sim Earth. And the best thing was dropping ice comets because you could make oceans so quickly. Although, I talked about ants and there was a game called Sim Ant. That sounds paint-dryingly boring. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't that much different from a lot, of, uh, a lot of other games. Like, you're an ant, you build an ant colony, you try not to get killed by outside forces, including other ant colonies. You remember the patch notes from The Sims? Mm, what do you mean? These probably aren't real, but it's an it's one of those old Tumblr posts. And as I say, it's probably not real, but I want it to be real because it makes me laugh. So with patch notes, when you have a video game that gets patched, you, you get a list of the things that they've fixed and the things they've changed, right? And The Sims is just a life simulator. So these are supposedly, again, it's probably not true, but... The patch notes from The Sims 3. The Grim Reaper will no longer be prevented from reaping souls due to band affiliation. Due to what? Band affiliation. So it's like, oh, you uh, you like the kinks? Well, now the the death can't come for you. I I don't even know how that would work in the function of the game. I never got the expansion packs. Fixed a tuning issue so that Sims now vomit at acceptable levels. I wonder if they if they weren't vomiting enough or if they were vomiting too much. Pregnant Sims can no longer brawl. 
Oh, they should totally be able to brawl. Sims will no longer receive a wish to, quote, skinny dip with mummies. <laughs> Become enemies with child no longer appears. <laughs> Kleptomaniac Sims can no longer steal subway stations. <laughs> that does seem like an error. And finally, a meteor can hit a building, in which case everyone will run out before the collision. Those who do not exit the building will die. Sims automatically leave if a meteor is approaching, unless it is a school in which children are not allowed to leave at the time. They will die. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a school. Death trap. <laughs> oh, the tornado drill where you put your book behind your head. We're safe now. So it's getting to be the holidays, and I always used to get real depressed around the holidays and think about God, because for me... <laughs> I mean, the holidays, yeah, there's a lot of, like, Santa and presents and stuff, but I would also try to think about, you know, baby Jesus and how this was his birthday and how his entire fate was to, like, try to live up to being a deity and then die. And then I was like, well, that's not so much different than everybody, right? Well, yeah, and also he didn't. Like, he, he was just a dude who had some pretty cool ideas, and then they murdered him. Right, but I'm not I'm not talking about a historical Jesus. Oh. I'm talking about, like, Jesus as Jesus is supposed to be. L like how anyone would find this story compelling? I mean, you have to remember, I'm, I was thinking about this as a child. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. So, I did not feel good feelings about God <laughs> during Christmas, because... It seemed like kind of a cruel thing to do and a weird yeah. thing to do. It's very different than my feelings around Easter where the actual dying and is everything is supposed to happen because at that point he's an adult and has some of his own agency. Whereas also it didn't help that I didn't like babies. And so I was supposed to be like, hooray, baby Jesus. I hate babies. Even as a little kid, I hate babies. <laughs> I don't know. I was morose around the holidays. Well, baby Jesus isn't really a compelling character. He doesn't do much until he turns 33. Right, right. Yeah, this, that is the weird thing is we're supposed to be celebrating this thing. And I'm like, I don't, this isn't a compelling thing. It, do, it doesn't have any agency. All it is here is as this doomed vessel for God's will. That is okay. the funniest part of Talladega Nights, how Will Ferrell prays exclusively to the baby Jesus. Did you see this movie? No. This was the dumbest thing here. I've got like 30 seconds. Let me read you this prayer. Okay, so this is Will Ferrell playing NASCAR driver Ricky Bobby. Dear tiny Jesus, in your golden fleece doppers, with your tiny little fat balled up fists. You know, sweetie, Jesus did grow up. You don't always have to call him baby. It's a bit odd and off-putting to pray to a baby. Well, look, I like the Christmas Jesus best when I'm saying grace. When you say grace, you can say it to grown-up Jesus or teenage Jesus or bearded Jesus or whoever you want. <laughs> so weird. But I'm so glad weird. that it pointed out how weird it was. And he cares, not a fig. Yeah. Well, all right. Happy holidays. Or just holidays. Or just be there, or don't, or experience whatever you want to. Screw it. Nothing <laughs> that's, means anything. That's what I like. Bah nothing, humbug. Nothing means anything. 
<laughs> you know, it's nothing means nothing. You know what you need to play right there is the Macho Man when he gives that speech where he's very high on cocaine. I'm talking about the former Intercontinental Champion of the World, Macho Man nothing Randy. Means nothing means nothing. Nothing means nothing. Man. Nothing means nothing. What do you mean by that? More. I'm talking about all the way to the top. Yeah, unjustifiably in a position that I'd rather not be in. But the cream will rise to the top. Oh yeah, macho madness. Yes. <laughs> that's that's the new Christmas spirit. Nothing means nothing, man. I like it. But the cream will rise to the top. Oh yeah. Wish everybody a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year's in that voice. Merry Christmas, brother, and a Happy New Year. All right, Except there we go. Except to that bitch Hulk Hogan. <laughs> <laughs>